Welcome to Basic to Bougie, the podcast, a totally new experience, one you're sure to love. We've taken our passion of business, finance, relationships, hot topics, and more, and collided them as a sisterhood into what we now call womenhood. Join your host, Melissa Martin, certified NLP life and business coach, hypnotherapy expert, and one bed mamma-jamma businesswoman on this wild ride as we detour through life, showing you how to take the basics and turn them into what we call the bougie. Hello? Hi, I can hear you. Oh my gosh. It's okay. Hold on just one second. (laughs) Hey guys, okay, welcome back to Basic to Bougie, the podcast. I'm Melissa here with Neil McCoy. This is part two. All right, we know you're on a tour, tour bus, Neil. Let's just jump <laughs> straight back on in. Yes, ma'am. Sorry about that. It's, that's, that's okay. What, no worries. Part of, the, part of the perils of this business, being on the road. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. I am too, coincidentally. So that's okay. So okay. yes, please tell. We were talking about um, the 1718 USO tours. Yes, uh, USO stands for United Service Organization, and, and they have been around for, for a long time. Most people would know the USO uh, banner from uh, Bob Hope used to do USO yes. tours when he would go overseas to Vietnam and, and take entertainers and go over there and just let the, let the troops abroad know that, that they got people at home thinking about them and love them and, and, and entertainers want to go over and entertain them. And, and I'm fortunate enough that that Wayne Newton took over kind of the uh, celebrity circle of Bob Hope when Bob Hope passed away. And, uh, and Wayne reached out to me 20 years ago to do a USO tour with him and a bunch of folks. And I went and it, it just, I just loved every second of it. I, I used to watch the Bob Hope stuff and, and having a chance to go overseas and, and sometimes entertain, sometimes just shaking hands and hugging necks and just tell them we mm-hmm. appreciate them and appreciate them taking care of us just means the world. And, and, Sometimes I'll get asked in, in some of these uh, some of these things, Melissa, with this favorite place to play. And I said, well, well, nothing like having an opportunity to be in front of troops when they're abroad and just and let them know and bring them a little bit of home. It just lights my heart up and lights theirs up also. Boy, that's the truth. So I heard about a special hat from that has an American flag on it from from someone who gave to you a gunner. Tell me about that. Well, it's it's a hat that was given to me at a, my favorite festival in the world. It's called the Hodag in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. We play it every summer. And I was I was headed on stage, golly, five or six years ago now. And and big out a big honor, thousands and thousands of people. And and I was walking on stage, the band was already out there, we were just fixing to start, and a guy kept hollering at me, Neil, 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 come here. You know, that come here sign, you know, and I thought, man, I'm i fixed, I gotta go out here, I'm fixing to do a show. And I saw I ran over and he said, he said, we, he said, we saw you in Iraq in 2009, we were serving. He said, my gunner and I, uh, and we saw you and we were huge fans and have been forever. And he said, so we made back, we made it, we rushed back to the base to get there to catch your show and we caught your show. And he said, we had a great time. And he said, my gunner got killed about a month later and he handed me a cap. And he said, this was his hat and his family and I would like to know if you would if you would take it and receive it and, and, and wear it sometimes. And I said, yes, sir. And so for the first four years I had it, I, I wore it. That's all I ever wore, any hat. That was the only hat I wore. And then it started to get a little worn out and, 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 and stretching out in the back. And I wanted to preserve it. So I started 
I basically have, have put it up now to preserve it. And, and I wear different hats now, but I still have that hat and I still wear it for, for special occasions. But, but he told me that story and I just thought, oh my gosh, how would I, how would I not wear it? And, right. and so for about the first four years of, of my, through my Pledge of Allegiance, that's all I wore was that hat every day. Neil, you really are a special, a special soul. Well, I appreciate it. Really are. If you had one piece of advice to give someone going into the music industry, what would that be? Oh my gosh, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever plan B is, make that plan A uh, and then go for it. And and keep your music career on the side where where it's still fun. And And I say that, Flip jokingly. Oh, absolutely. Uh, because I I do love being in this, but but I see other artists who have been in it a while, and and I I just don't see the joy in some of them. I, I see it's become a a job, and it is a job, and you want to be professional at it. Uh, but I you know it, really I guess I guess I would say, and this is what I've told other other people. To to put some kind of realistic time goal on it so that you're not just out here chasing it all your life. Uh, but but I, I tell some of the some people when they ask, I say, you know what, do this. Set you a time of maybe a time for in your mind, 30, whether that be 30, 35, 40, and say that, and then just go for it. And then if you're not to as far as, as where you would like to be, or you don't see any that, that you're you're gaining any ground on it by that time, then then kind of relax, still do it for fun, but don't chase it or it'll drive you crazy. And, and, and it's a lot of work. And a lot of times, believe me, there are people that work so hard, Melissa, that, that don't ever get to where they want to be. And, and I understand it. It's everything. It's a time and the stars have to line for it to really work uh, that they get because they didn't make it. They, they end up turning to some kind of dependency yeah. where it's alcohol or something mm-hmm. else. And, and that's a bad place to be. So, do it, set, work hard for a certain amount of time or a certain age that you put in your mind. And then if you, and you're not quite where that you see you're making the progress you think you should be making, then, then step out of it for a full-time job, get a job, but continue to do it on the weekend to still get that joy that way. Neil McCoy said it best, get a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man, right? Get a job, right. everyone, get a job. Get a job and get out with the music. You know, I, I, I was funny. I was thinking of this this morning and I'm in the middle of nowhere in the country on a retreat myself. And I said, if Neil McCoy had a, had the opportunity to be a coach on The Voice and sit, ne- sit next to Mr. Blake Shelton, would he? Yeah, I could handle him. You can handle him? You can Shoot, handle yeah. him, folks. <laughs> well, I yeah, think he's... That's, that'd be fun. Oh, it'd be fantastic. He's a, he's a longtime friend of mine. Uh, and and I was, I got to go on tour with him in 2014 and we've, we've known each other a long, long time. Matter of fact, I'll give you a quick story, Melissa. Please. Um, he came, he came to, I was with Atlantic records. That's my record label in 95. I think is when he first came to town and I had, I had come off. I was on some big hits at that time and, and I'm goofy like he is. Uh, I'm not comparing myself to Blake, but, but he gives me credit sometimes for, for <laughs> letting it, for, for giving, letting him know that it's okay to be that guy. Uh, but he came, he was new in town. He was delivering magazines for a publication there in town. And he said, I'll never forget. I came to Atlantic records and he said, you were, you were answering the phones. Cause sometimes I just go sit down and I, you know, I just, that, that's just my kind of personality. And, 
And I was answering phones. I was sitting there at the desk when he came in, <laughs> small world timing. And, and I see, he said, I've got these magazines in my arm and I'm just going to drop them off and leave them there. And there you are. And I thought, here's a guy coming off of some number one songs. He's answering the phones. He said, is that what I've got to look forward to? <laughs> I'll never forget that. Uh, oh, he said, story. I couldn't believe He said, you were, you were, you would say, you'd pick up the phone and say Atlantic Records. And then he said, I just saw you were putting them on hold and you would never try and forward them to anybody. I said, well, I didn't know how to, I didn't know where to punch the, the numbers to, they really sent them anywhere. I just, I was just answering it. Uh, I was just hitting hold. And so I had three or four people on hold, but I didn't know how to send them to anywhere. And I, I guess they just got tired and hung up. But Blake, he said, I walked in, I had these magazines. He said, I was just trying to work to, to where I could stay and just get in town. I didn't know what to do. And he said, I bring these magazines to drop off at the record label. And you're answering the phone. I thought, oh my gosh, here's a guy that's coming off with some hits and he's having to answer the phones. He said, I'll never forget. I thought, oh my God, is that what is that what I got to look forward to? So that's just sharing the story. It's funny. We 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 get to know these 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 super megastars through TV or through who however. And it's funny hearing that story because I grew up and old red with him was one of my first introductions into Blake Shelton. And so I can visualize yeah. this happening yeah. and you <laughs> on the phone going, Atlantic Records. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, hang on. And then there's hit the hold button. I never said I know, I know. And here these people are on hold. Like, I think that was Neil McCoy. (laughs) (laughs) So, where are you off to now? Where are you heading? We're headed to Seabrook, Texas. We have a show here uh, tonight. And then we we play kind of close to home in Powderly, Paris, Texas, uh, tomorrow night. But we are just out working. And I love working, I love being on the road. So, to have that flow again and uh and and be back in the swing of things is is i'm i'm sure happy i love it neil well just two more questions i'm gonna wrap it up because i know you're extremely busy and we thank you so much for your time where can my listeners find you what do you have any websites or any anything you want to put on here so my listeners can find you and connect somehow your facebook your whatever you bet. And my facebook page is at the at sign at neil mccoy music uh and i go live there every morning for the Pledge of Allegiance, and, and they can write and comment there. Uh, and if they if they want to write me, uh, if they've got a question or something, want to write me, it's uh, you can write to notsorealmccoys, notsorealmccoys at gmail.com. And I, I check that page, and I answer a lot of questions and stuff on there. And then also neilmccoy.com is my website. You can, and yeah, our place that you can go buy our merchandise or check our tour calendar. And now just recently... Uh, Melissa, I'm on Cameo, and and if people don't know what Cameo is, uh, or how to read, it's Cameo at Neil McCoy, Cameo dot. I, I can't even remember. Just it's go to Cameo. Happy, it, yeah, I saw you singing Happy Birthday. I mean, who wouldn't love that, right? I remember you called me two years ago and sang Happy Birthday, and I was sitting there having a cocktail, and I thought it was a fake right. call. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> He put me up to that. I remember. I know. That's that Darren of mine. So, folks, if you guys want to do a cameo or just brighten someone's day, for sure, reach out for Neil McCoy. Now, Neil, just one last thing. Is there anything you'd like my listeners to know or hear before we close by chance? You know, I I appreciate you talking to me. And just because I'm sure there are some of your listeners out there, maybe quite a few that don't know who I am, but hopefully – after they hear this interview and, and the things that, that, that you brought up and asked and the things we've talked about, they may say, Hey, that, 
that sounds like a pretty cool guy. He's been successful. Maybe I go dig into him. Maybe I'll buy a ticket and see his concert because this is all uh, uh, means to an end, which is trying to get them to a concert. We think Amen. that if they, if they don't know us or do know us and they've never been to a show of ours, if they'll come to a show of ours, I think they'll walk away saying, that's about as much fun as I've had at a concert ever. I want to support this guy. And I think that's how we make our fans. We make our, we made our fans and we have a lot of them. We made them one, what I say, we, of course we've had hits, but I still say we make them one show at a time. Because if you come see us, we think that we'll hook you uh, for, for the rest of your life or the rest of my life, whichever comes first. Amen. <laughs> and don't forget about East Texas Angel Network, folks. We really yes, want you to check that out for sure. Neil McCoy, I thank you ever so much for gracing me with your presence. And I wish you safe journeys and a safe trip. And tell everyone here we said hello. For Basic to Bougie, the podcast, I'm Melissa. Neil McCoy, thank you so very much. Have a fabulous right. day. Thanks, sweetheart. Great, great luck with the show. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.